What's up? What's up? Happy Friday. It's April 8th, 2022. I'm Lisa Page. This is the Lisa Page Made Me Do It podcast. I can't believe it's Friday already. I feel like these weeks are all kind of like mashing together. Ivy's doing great. Actually, we have had a trainer here all week long. Today's her last day of training and her little like graduation certificate is on the counter. It's so cute. So Stephanie's finishing up with Ivy. I figured I'd jump on and do a quick episode to catch you up to date with everything. First of all, um, yes, getting back to Ivy. She's amazing. She's so great. I feel a little bit more relaxed about everything. Uh, We've had her for almost four weeks now. It'll be four weeks on Monday. And the first week just had me straight up in a panic, anxiety through the roof. I was just a royal B-I-T-C-H to everybody, constantly on edge, stressing, You know, every time I turned around, Ivy wasn't there and she was somewhere else peeing. But now I feel like, you know, as she's getting a little bit older, she's able to control her bladder a little bit more. So knock on wood, we haven't had any accidents in the house for the last like three or four days. Yeah, she's been really great about going when we take her out. And also, I I think that watching Piper do her business also helps Ivy. Like, I definitely feel like she's caught on a lot quicker, having like a big sister around. So that's been good. This is really the first week that I've been able to relax a little bit. You know, now I can finally, you know, drop the kids off at school, come home, have a cup of coffee, get on my laptop, answer emails, blah, blah, blah. And she will sit next to me if I give her a bone or she'll play with Piper and they're kind of contained in the family room. I don't find that she's like running off very much by herself. Um, She's gone to her crate a ton of times without being told to, you know, not giving the cue. She just does it. So that's obviously a great sign. The crate has been amazing. I feel like the biggest improvement this time around having a puppy was the crate cover. So the crate cover stays on her crate all day, all night. It just does not come off. But during the day, I open the front part where the gate opens, where the door is. And then at night, I put it down so she knows this is bedtime. We're not going in our crate because, you know, mom's got to go out. I put her in the crate and she knows once the little flap comes down that it's bedtime. And she's been great. Doesn't cry when she goes in the crate. I don't know, like, I don't know what we've done differently this time around. Maybe it's just helped that I have an older dog that has taught her, but Piper has completely come out of her shell. She has found her, like, inner puppy. It's been so awesome to watch. And... That first week or two of just constant panic and stress and like, ah, where is she? I feel like when I see her play with Piper and Piper play with her and and Piper's like instigating and initiating a lot of the play, I'm really happy that we ended up getting her and she's just been awesome. So she went to the vet today. She's gained a whole two pounds in the last two weeks. She was 11.6 two weeks ago. She's uh, 13.6. She was this morning. She's losing teeth left and right. I almost had a heart attack last Saturday night because we were outside grilling. The kids were in the pool and Stu and I were watching a show and I, I don't know, I was just like playing around with her mouth and I put my finger in there and I just felt like nothing but gum on the bottom. And I opened her little mouth and she had like three, three or four teeth missing on the bottom. But my vet said it's totally normal. You know, she's coming up on four months and this is around the time where they start really losing the teeth. So anyway, everything's great with Ivy. Love her to death. Um, And I'm happy that we're sort of settling now into more of a schedule and a routine and all that stuff. 
Um, I hope you're doing good. Sorry I missed you last week. I just feel like the last three weeks since we got her has just been such a blur. Everything runs together. I'm constantly driving with her. There's one thing this dog is going to be used to, and that is the car. I've been taking her to school, drop off in the morning, and then sometimes in the afternoon, I'll bring her to get the kids because all the kids love to see her. And Once she gets her last uh, Bordetella, I think, next month, and she's got to get like another something, one other vaccine, then she'll be good to go and she'll go to like the little critter care, daycare camp that Piper goes to. They'll go one day a week. Like she'll go with Piper one day a week and she'll just go with the small group, the small dogs group. So that'll be great. Get her all socialized so we can take her places. And that's what's going on. I hope that you're having a great week. We have nothing but sports this weekend. You know, we're just in the thick of it this season. Everybody tells you when you first get pregnant, like, wait, just wait until your son or your daughter get older and they start doing activities and it is so true. You're just running them around all weekend long. Your weekends are no longer your weekends. They are all for your kids. But now my kids are old enough where we can leave them home alone for a couple hours if we stay local. So I made a reservation for dinner tomorrow night, just Stu and I. We're literally going to be a mile and a half up the road. So I figured, you know what? We'll just like, they won't be on their iPads all day tomorrow. That'll be great. They'll come home from all their games. It'll be like five o'clock. They'll be tired. I'll make them take showers feed them, and then break out the iPads. And then Stu and I will jet off to a quick dinner. But yes, I'm looking forward to that because again, you know, being so involved with so many things, it is hard to get away. I will admit it was a lot easier when they were younger to do date nights on a weekly basis. And if you're new here, you need to go back and listen to some episodes because Stu and I, even before we had kids, it was a topic of discussion that came up a lot. It was between us. We would talk about it with friends, but we always said that once we had kids, we would make sure that we made time for each other. Like our marriage comes first, then the kids. That's what we believe. That's what we, that's what we do. We practice what we preach. However, the last year or two has been a little bit more difficult trying to squeeze in those weekly date nights because Zach is so so involved with baseball and Ainsley is getting more advanced. I swear this kid has like jumped four levels since October in tumbling in gymnastics. So she's doing that twice a week. Zach's doing baseball three times a week. And then he has, sometimes he has two games. Sometimes he has four games on the weekends. And this weekend we got four games, two tomorrow, two Sunday. Ainsley has a volleyball game tomorrow morning. Zach's got like some baseball thing tonight that Stu's taking him to. Ainsley's got tumbling tonight. It's just like, I'm an Uber driver. And if you're a mom with kids, you know what I'm talking about. We're freaking Uber drivers after school. And another thing they tell you that you're like, no, it's not true. Yes, it is true. The older they are, the later the activities go. Zach's got a baseball lesson on Monday night from 7.30 to 8.30. Like he should be in bed at 8.30. But my kids, let's be real. They don't go to bed till 9.30, sometimes 10 o'clock at night. We are those parents because by the time we get home from all the practices in the sports, whatever they're doing, you know, I need to give them a second to decompress. I don't want to shove homework down their throat as soon as they walk in. They got to like chill for a minute, feed them, get them showered. I feel like once they're showered and they're clean, they can focus a little bit better. So that's sort of the routine. But during the week, it's just like everything meshes together. Stu doesn't do the gym in the morning. He does it at night. So he doesn't get home till nine o'clock. Um you know, man, I'm like a single mom during the week and there's nothing wrong with that. I love it. I love it. Um, but there have been times, <laughs> there have been times I've wanted to strangle everybody in my house, 
But anyway, um, we booked our trip to Connecticut. We're going up in July. I'm excited. Our friend is getting married, and it's perfect because it is finally in a state where we can bring the kids and let my parents take them and not have to book a sitter, pay a freaking day rate, and all that. So we're pretty pumped to get up there. I'm very excited because we're the town that my parents live in. They just opened an F45. So I'm like, okay. You know, you can get me to go away as long as I can go to a gym and work out. If I know there's access to a gym I'm part of, I'll go. So I'm like, let's go. Stu's like, do you want to go for a week? You want to go for five days? I'm like, let's do nine days. Let's do eight days. I'm fine as long as I got a gym. So we're very excited for that. Um, I know a lot of people that try and squeeze in like a couple of trips over the summer, but y'all know I don't like to travel. I'm not like a huge fan, especially because the damn mask mandates are still going on with the airlines, which makes absolutely no freaking sense. We've had the Super Bowl now. We had the State of the Union address where everybody was packed in like sardines. You've got all these freaking concerts. Nobody's wearing a mask, but you're wanting us to wear one on a plane still. What the hell? So I'm like, well, I guess I'll be taking a Xanax because we're doing nonstop in Hartford. Oh my gosh. Bradley International Airport in Connecticut is the freaking worst, most annoying airport. It is so so frustrating to go in and out of that airport. The traffic on Route 9 is always a disaster. It's like an hour and something away from my dad and my mom. And ah, uh, but we could not find like any connecting flights. Crazy. I don't know. Normally we would connect in Orlando or where, where, where did we connect last time? Philadelphia, which was nice because it broke up the flight. The kids could get out. We could get lunch or whatever and get back on the next flight. And it didn't seem so tedious, but man, this is going to be like a three and a half hour flight. And I just can't, I'm a baby when it comes to this kind of stuff. So the last time we flew last summer, when we went to Cary beach and then Stu and I went to Nashville, I just popped a Xanax both ways and slept most of the time. So that's my plan. I just had lunch. I'm into coleslaw lately. Like I make my own, I don't make my own. That's a lie. I buy the coleslaw mix and the coleslaw dressing. And I just blend it. I put it all together, mix it in a huge salad bowl. So I've been, I don't know, I've been into that. I think it's the crunch. I like the dressing. And then I just had some protein chips. If you hear all this noise in the background, I am sitting here watching Jaime, our painter and his crew of guys. They are painting our house. They're painting the trim around all the windows, but we have never had the windows stripped, meaning, you know, in Texas, all the houses are brick. They're all like brick stucco. And so all the windows mostly are, well, I guess, depending on the builder, our windows have the wood trim around it. Well, we've been in this house for what, eight years. The house was built in 2007. We've never had the paint stripped around the windows and really like sanded and done it right. You know, we kind of went the cheap way about five years ago and hired like my cleaner's husband who did it and he did an okay job, but you know, we got to like, we got to just step it up. You know what I'm saying? Last week on Instagram, I was telling you how I really wanted to get some bigger patio furniture. I wanted to invest in like a bigger couch or maybe a sectional. Right now we have a love seat in like four chairs out there and I wanted just something a little bit more comfortable. But then again, we got chain supply issues and a lot of you messaged me and said, listen, don't sell your furniture yet. Like make sure you get an order in and you get your new furniture first because it might be a minute. You don't want to sell off your furniture and then be waiting six months for new furniture. So that's where we're at. On a whole nother note, my, hold on, I need to cream. 
Bath and Body Works. Y'all, you know, I'll curse them till I die because of what they did to our stupid fireplace. But, oh my gosh. Their hand creams. I don't care what you say. You cannot beat their, their hand creams. So, speaking of the fireplace. Yeah, I have not updated you guys on anything. If you're not following me on Instagram, then you are in the dark, girl. Nick, our contractor, came over last week. And, sorry, I'm moisturizing. Acid washed our fireplace. And it is, I would say, it's about five shades lighter. We're going to do one more acid wash, maybe two, but I think it's only going to need one more. And then I think we'll be back to normal. But now I'm so paranoid about oils. I pulled the Pura device out of the wall in my living room where our fireplace is. I'm so scared of even the Pura device messing with the limestone on our fireplace that I've pulled the device out. I'm just going to strictly burn candles in that room from now. I'm too scared. I'm too scared. I still have to work on areas in my kitchen, the grout. I mean, it's, like a, it's a two-person job. That's what it is. All hands on deck. I'm going to have to enlist the help of my husband. He's going to need to step it up and help a sister out. So we'll, at some point we'll get to it. But you know, with the weekends, everything's happening on the weekends. All the action. All the action with sports happening on the weekends. Today's podcast is once again sponsored by Nutrafol. Okay, here's a new development. Aside from having to literally trim the outer corners of my eyelashes, what the hell? I mean, this is not a bad problem to have. Let me just say that, okay? Don't DM me and say, why are you bitching about your eyelashes being too long? Like, I wish we could all have these problems. No, I'm not. But it is wild how eyelashes grow. I'm every couple of weeks, I'm not kidding, trimming the outer corners of my lashes. I want long lashes, but I don't want long, uneven lashes. And you know what else I've discovered? I've discovered since taking Nutrafol, I'm all of a sudden getting baby hairs all around the crown of my head. Like, that's crazy. It's all new hair growth. Baby hairs. I'll show you on Instagram later. I'm not joking around. Nutrafol's serious, man. I'm so happy that I have... And I'm proud of myself, too. Yes, humble brag, because I've been consistently taking my four tablets every day since January. I started Nutrafol, like, intermittently last spring and summer. But I have been serious about my hair growth since January. It's like, it, it clicked. I was realizing after months of wondering why the hell my hair wasn't growing, like maybe I should take the supplement that's been sitting in my cabinet. Like you just got to get serious. So I have been taking it every single day and I flipping love it. And I don't know about you, but I'm seeing Nutrafol ads popping up in my feed all the time on Instagram. And you think I'm going to hide that ad? No, I'm waiting for them to put my Instagram ad on. I'm waiting for them to have me do a testimonial on Instagram so you guys can see me face to face. You can see the baby hairs. You can see my crazy eyelashes. <laughs> it's Awesome. Nutrafol, if you didn't know, it works by offering up two targeted formulas that have been clinically shown to improve your hair's growth and the thickness with less shedding. It's all over my dermatologist's office. How do I know? Because I've gone for three IPLs in the last four months. In every room I go into, there's Nutrafol pamphlets everywhere. I just want to sing from the mountaintops when I get in there. I want to be like, yeah, um, they sponsor my podcast, Dr. Cheryl. But anyway, it's awesome, okay? It's physician formulated. That's why it's in all the doctor's offices and it's 100% drug-free. I'm telling you right now, Bible, I swear on my kids and all of my animals, no jitters, no crazy side effects, none of that, none of it. You're just popping the four tablets and moving on with your day. Right now, you can get Nutrafol and they're gonna hook you up with 
15 bucks off your first month's subscription. It's their best offer anywhere and it's only available to customers for a limited time. If you want to support your girl's podcast over here, then I would say check it out. Okay. Check out Nutrafol. Did I mention free shipping? That's a biggie. Free shipping on every order, 15 bucks off your first month's subscription at Nutrafol.com. N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com. Promo code Lisa. Currently washing a ruggable. I have four ruggables now. This is not a commercial. They are not sponsoring this podcast. But I got to tell you how much I love my ruggables, especially now with the dogs. And I have white. I have white runners in the most high-trafficked areas of our kitchen. And, you know, I'm crazy. So that's I like to wash my ruggables a couple times a month. Uh, yeah, but they're the best. That's so random. But I'm only... I'm telling you this because right behind my office is our laundry room and I heard my washing machine kick in. So I'm washing my ruggable. What else is going on? I'm looking at these new cherry blossoms, these fake ones that I got from Amazon. I need to start doing Amazon lives. I know I tell you this all the time. I don't know what, I don't know why I hesitate to do lives on Amazon. I think it's just, I'm so used to being on Instagram and I feel like that's so out of my comfort zone. But then again, you know, I, I, everybody, I know, loves Amazon. Okay, I'll tell you, we are not ones to boycott Amazon. I will never boycott Amazon. I'm obsessed with watching lives. I don't want to necessarily do a live. I should because I have so many great purchases to share with you guys. But I love watching a live. You know what? My perfect afternoon would be to sit there on my couch, right? All the dogs are behaving. Maybe Ivy's taking a nap, so I don't need to worry about her. Watching the Daily Five on Fox and Friends and watching a live at the same time. I just love the Amazon lives. Maybe one day I'll do a live because I, I really have so many great things. And I buy, seriously, 90% of the crap I buy is because I've been influenced by somebody else. So I would never be able to take the credit for all the stuff that I've gotten. But I mean, obviously, these girls that are doing the lives, they're getting all this crap from other people. They're being influenced. We're all being influenced. But yeah. If you haven't discovered Amazon Live, you got some serious catching up to do. All right. So I was reading Market Watch the other day and I came across this. It was interesting. The headline definitely caught my eye. Teens, okay. Teens self-reported spending rose slightly this year by like $2,400. They surveyed 7,100 teens across 44 states and the average age was 16. Okay. So to recap really quickly, this research says that most teens own an iPhone, and they love Nike, Lululemon, eating Chick-fil-A, and shopping on Amazon. Sounds very familiar, and I'm in my 40s. I'll be 44 next month, <clears throat> but I digress. They expect, according to MarketWatch, that uh, these kids are going to drop a collective 66 billion bucks doing all their shopping this year. They've moved away from PayPal and Venmo, and their form, their number one form of payment would be Apple Pay. This is so interesting. So here's the deal. Okay, spending rose $2,300. They say that teens draw most of their money from their parents, contributing 60% of the surveyed teens. Nike has continued on with their 11-year streak as the number one favorite clothing brand among teens. You know what? Can we just get Colin Kaepernick out of the picture? I do love some good Nikes. I just... I. I really hate Colin Kaepernick. I wish they would just drop him already. The number one favorite clothing brand, uh, like I said, is Nike. Okay, followed by American Eagle, AEO, which that is that like Aeropostale or Aerie? And then Lululemon. Lululemon, how are these? I mean, these kids, I'm sorry. If you're 16, your parents are buying you Lululemon. For real. Or you are, you're making your own money and you're buying Lululemon. And to that, I say good for you. But I have to have some self-talks 
when I'm going into Lululemon and I'm ready to drop $78 on a tank top and then I got to pull it back in and I'm like, Lisa, wait till it goes on sale. And even then, maybe not. It's got to be a really good discount. Or since Brittany's the ambassador, I'm like, hey girl, can you help your sister out? And she always comes through. She does. But I think it is honestly ridiculous. Same with like Aloe, all those top brands. Uh, what's the other one that I see all the time? Um, ugh, what is it? What is it? What is it? What is it? Spiritual Gangster, Sweaty Rocks. Some of those are just, uh-uh. You can get great dupes on Amazon. Netflix, Google, and YouTube tied for the most watched streaming services, followed by Hulu. Okay, interesting. This is the best part of the whole article. Teens may be ready to spend money, but they're growing more pessimistic about America's financial future. <laughs> you think? If they're paying attention, if your teen is paying attention, then they know all about inflation. Mm-hmm. They say the majority of the teens surveyed are currently worried about Russia's invasion of Ukraine, followed by, I can't with this, I, I can't, followed by environmental concerns, racial equality, gas prices, and inflation. Why don't we, let's rearrange all of that. Okay, first of all, environmental concerns and racial equality should be at dead last. Honestly, they shouldn't even be on the freaking list. Gas prices and inflation, now let's talk. There's nothing worse than a teen trying to be all woke about the planet. Uh, There, I just said it. Settle down, Jenny. Settle down with your planet talk, okay? I can't. I almost really did have a panic attack though yesterday at Sonic. I was there with my kids and they have coupons our little like center console in the back between their seats, it's full of Sonic coupons. I don't even know where they got them, but you can only use one coupon per visit. So every day after school, we've been going to Sonic. I know. I'm the best mom ever. And I'm also, I need my like strawberry unsweet tea. So we go and I get my drink and I open up the straw and immediately I'm like, what the hell? Why? What's going on with this straw? It's weird. The texture, it feels harder. It's definitely more durable. It's not as plastic. What's going on? And I'm like, do not even tell me Sonic has gone woke. What is happening? And then I realized after further investigation, no, 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 no. It's still plastic, but it's like a badass, durable, very strong, very strong plastic. Like there's no way when you're trying to get the paper off the straw that you're going to cut the straw, you know, or like sometimes they bend and then you have a little slit at the bottom and you got to get, no, 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 these straws, they're not going anywhere. And I was so proud at that moment. I'm like, yes, give me my 44 ounce styrofoam cup with these crazy ass strong straws. Like just give me all the bad things. (laughs) I can't. Oh, I can feel myself now slipping into like political commentary and we're not going to go there. I'm going to end the podcast right now. What I will say is go to Sonic. I encourage you to get to Sonic and order yourself the largest styrofoam cup of unsweet strawberry tea. You will thank me. Make sure you, no, seriously, make sure you go. And if you do, snap a picture. Hashtag Lisa Page made me do it. It's so good. It is so good. The strawberries, like chunks of it, it's like strawberry puree. You could suck it up. They're strong, durable straws. And you, oh, you're going to love it. You're going to love it. They better never, ever change out their cups to the flimsy ass paper cups because they're all of a sudden concerned about the planet. If you want to see Lisa Page cancel a business so fast, quicker than you can blink your eye, it would be me with Sonic if they ever did that. If they went to the dark side. No, no, no. And you know, I don't boycott boycotts, but I would have to be like, yeah, no. The best part of their beverage, the best experience that you'll have 
with any ice cold beverage is if it is served to you in a styrofoam cup. And I stand by that statement. I will take it to the grave. <laughs> With that being said, okay, have a great weekend. You can catch me on the gram. Lisa Page made me do it in LP on the scene. And what else? Yeah, that's it. Okay, we're going to wrap it up. Remember, everything woke goes to shit. Don't do it. Don't conform. Just don't. Please, please, for the love of God, <laughs> have a great weekend. And I'll catch you back here next week on the most unwoke podcast there ever was. The Lisa Page made me do a podcast.